Cool fact, a crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Also, you can get health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage for you. Learn more at UH1.com. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. This is your Times Daily World Briefing on Wednesday the 2nd of February. I'm Sophia Franklin. And I'm Christian Smith. Russia's president hits out at the United States and Western powers. But I believe that the US, for example, does not care much about Ukraine's safety. Their main task is to contain Russia's development. And a rescue mission in Tonga leads to a lockdown. It's not going to be too easy for a country that only has about 61% of its eligible people vaccinated. Times of London Daily World Briefing. We start in Eastern Europe. It's been more than a month since Russian President Vladimir Putin made any public comments over the standoff on his border with Ukraine. But yesterday, in a joint press conference with Hungarian Prime Minister Viktor Orban, he said that the US had ignored Russia's principal concerns, accusing the US of trying to goad Russia into a war in order to impose tougher sanctions on Moscow. But I believe that the US, for example, does not care much about Ukraine's safety, though they probably give it a thought in the background. But their main task is to contain Russia's development. That is the problem. In this context, Ukraine is just a tool to reach this goal. It can be reached by various means, by drawing us into a military conflict and making their European allies impose against us those tough sanctions the US talks about today. The Russian leader did appear eager to deflate tensions, however, as he appeared open to further diplomacy. Dr Liam Fox is a former Defence Secretary and International Trade Secretary and has told Times Radio that the threat is coming from Russia. It would be very costly for the Russians, as Afghanistan was, for example, in terms of lives lost and, and cost. And I don't believe that the Russian people have any quarrel with the people of Ukraine. I think this is just adventurism of the most dangerous sort by President Putin, who who leads what is effectively a gangster regime in Moscow. Meanwhile, 500 miles south, British Prime Minister Boris Johnson arrived in Kiev on a flying visit to Ukrainian President Vladimir Zelensky, accusing President Putin of trying to redraw Europe's security map. Prime Minister Johnson warned that sanctions would follow the moment the first Russian toe-cap stepped further into Ukraine. However, Times of London foreign editor Michael Binion says it's unlikely the Kremlin will attach much weight to the remarks. Britain is the largest European contributor to NATO, and within NATO it's a very important power. But the Russians are not unaware of the fact that Britain is fairly isolated in Europe at the moment and that the government is under considerable domestic pressure at home. 
So Russians tend to respect power and strength and uh, authority. And at the moment, the British government doesn't really have any of those. After dealing with the devastating consequences of a natural disaster, Tonga has now been plunged into lockdown. Two cases of COVID-19 were discovered in port workers, offloading aid after a volcanic eruption led to a tsunami and ash spread right across the country. Within 30 minutes of those cases, the Prime Minister announced the measures. Officials later confirmed that three family members have also tested positive. It confirmed fears among Tongan officials that the arrival of aid could bring an outbreak of the virus. Locals are concerned that this could represent an even bigger danger to Tonga than the tsunami itself. Apart from one case last year, Tonga has until now been free of COVID-19, and residents were seen panic-buying food and supplies with long queues forming for supermarkets and cash points in all areas of the small country. Live Mavono is a journalist based in Fiji and told Times Radio that she's been monitoring the neighbouring country's situation. A lot of the countries who have remained COVID-free over the past two years, which does not include Fiji, are now having uh, almost all within the same week of their first few cases of COVID. In the case of Tonga, it's getting help from Australia and Fiji who have tested positive while en route to the island kingdom. So they have to deal with Omicron as well as Delta. And it's not going to be too easy for a country that only has about 61% of its eligible people vaccinated. On the way, a deadly coup on the west coast of Africa, and a printing error that's put one Chinese manufacturer in hot water. Times of London Daily World Briefing. We turn to former US President Donald Trump now, who has been making headlines this week. On Tuesday, the committee investigating the January 6 riots revealed that President Trump had personally ripped up many of the White House records relating to the riots, forcing National Archives staff to tape them back together. It's understood that Trump had a general habit of ripping up documents, not just in relation to the riots. The committee is also believed to be scrutinising Trump's involvement in proposals to seize voting machines after the 2020 election, with claims suggesting that he drafted two executive orders to seize the machines. It's also been revealed that Mark Short, the chief of staff to former Vice President Mike Pence, testified at length to the committee last week, raising concerns for Trump over the pressure he applied to Pence to try and overturn the election results. This all comes as Trump has been ramping up the rhetoric this week as he mulls over running for the White House in 2024, suggesting this weekend he would pardon January 6 rioters. If I run and if I win, we will treat those people from January 6 fairly. We will treat them fairly. And if it requires pardons, we will give them pardons. Former Chief of Staff to President Trump, Mick Mulvaney, told Times Radio that this wasn't a good idea. Every now and then he has a bad instinct or more likely is listening to folks who are giving him bad advice and dangling this prospect of giving pardons to the January 6th rioters, in my opinion, is one of the worst decisions I think he's made. 
On the same day Myanmar marked one year since its de facto leader was outed in a military coup, another hostile takeover attempt has taken place in the world. This time on the west coast of Africa, in Guinea-Bissau, and it's thought to be linked to drug trafficking. On Tuesday, a cabinet meeting was being held by the country's president when gunfire rang out near a government compound. Those in attendance say they were attacked with heavy weaponry for five hours and the number of security force members trying to defend the cabinet were killed in the process. Guinea-Bissau's president, Umaru Sisoko Umbalo, spoke after the attack. There is no side that is linked to this coup attempt. It is an isolated force, but it is also linked to the people we fought. When I was elected president of the republic, I promised to fight two things, corruption and drug trafficking. And this is also linked to that, and I knew what the price was, but the fight continues. He added that the attack was well prepared and organised, and could also be related to people involved in drug trafficking. The events in the former Portuguese colony came just over a week after the military in nearby Burkina Faso deposed their own president. The Times Daily World Briefing. Sport. And now, with the big retirement news in the NFL, here's John Jackson. The rumours have been confirmed. Tom Brady, the greatest quarterback of all time, has announced his retirement. In a statement shared on his social media accounts on Tuesday, Brady said, I have loved my NFL career and now it's time to focus my time and energy on other things that require my attention. Last month, he opened up about his future, sharing that he's ready to spend some time with his family and spend some time with his kids. Brady went from being the unfancied 199th pick in the 2000 NFL draft to a record seven-time Super Bowl champion with two different franchises. He spent 20 seasons with the New England Patriots where he won six Super Bowl titles and added another last year in the first of two seasons with the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. NFL Commissioner Roger Goodell summed up his contribution to the sport, saying Tom Brady will be remembered as one of the greatest to ever play in the National Football League. The Times Daily World Briefing Entertainment After the cancellation of her Las Vegas residency sparked rumours of relationship troubles, Adele has hit back, posting on social media. The singer took to Instagram to announce she's performing at the prestigious Brit Awards in London next week. And she rounded off the post by adding that her boyfriend, sports agent Rich Paul, sends his love. Adele faced huge backlash after she cancelled her Vegas appearances in the 11th hour, posting an emotional video saying that the shows will be pushed back as it wasn't ready. A number of reports then suggested the cancellation was actually because there was trouble in paradise, something she now appears to be denying. It's not known if or when Adele will take to Caesar Palace's stage as planned. And finally, someone somewhere is going to be getting a royal telling off after a typo has caused quite the hiccup. As per tradition, royal souvenirs to mark the British Queen's Platinum Jubilee this year are being made for the public to collect and commemorate. But a manufacturing company in China has sent thousands of plates, mugs and tea sets to the UK with a misprint. They all feature a colourful design with the monarch framed within. But they read, 
to commemorate the platinum jubilee of Queen Elizabeth II. Yep, that's jubilee and not jubilee. All is not lost, though. As to save them going into the trash, a clearance website has taken on the stock as collector's items to fans of both the Queen and the British sitcom character Del Boy, who was famed for saying, lovely jubbly. And that's your Times Daily World Briefing for Wednesday the 2nd of February. This podcast from the Times of London is brought to you in partnership with Google Podcasts. 